This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What up, everybody? It's another episode of the Rasta Boss Show. Hunter Biden finally gets brought to justice. Just kidding. Nothing's happening. RFK Jr. is on the Joe Rogan podcast, and the doc from the corporation starts talking smack on Twitter, and Joe Rogan calls him out. The Rangers are the only not gay in the MLB, apparently, I guess. Is Woke Entertainment's technique to take the corpses of the things you loved and reanimate them into a Frankenstein version that's shooting propaganda? You'll find out. And Andrew Tate gets rearrested. Stick around! Look at the press secretary. They didn't do her any favors by just giving her that position. Yeah, now she's terrible. She, and she's terrible. She looks terrible. Instead of like, I'm no one's saying that somebody can't get to that, but you don't just put them there because of those. Like uh, um, somebody called them uh, the woke infinity stones. And she has like <laughs> the woke infinity stones like that. You can't say anything about her. So people even like leftists are trying are starting to say like, hey, you're not saying anything when you go up there. You're we need answers. We've been over this. Right. We have covered this extensively. Let me, let me be clear. Let me be We've clear. We've been clear. We've been very We've clear. Always and we're going to continue P to Peter? be clear. P P Peter? P Peter? Peter, I understand <laughs> you. I'm moving on. I'm actually moving on. Oh, Peter? my gosh. But we do not have any more information on that at this time. It's just like, part, of the, it's just part of the way that it is. I can't help you with that at all. Right. It's actually your fault. No, exactly. But Maybe if I could do it like this, this isn't so bad. But to me, that's that's racist, too, that you're making people look bad by putting them in these positions. And then you're just leaving them out there to hang like, oh, well, you messed up. We gave you that position that you weren't ready for, but you're making it look bad. So we're not going to save you. We're just going to let you look stupid. Just imagine any other setting. Oh, God, I'm so nervous. I've been waiting for eight months for this brain surgery. And today's the day they told me that they're going to be able to get the tumor out. Excuse me, we've exchanged your doctor today with Dr. Spatula from the Hawaii Institute of Health. Oh, what were his scores? That's not relevant. <laughs> That's not relevant. <laughs> he is black and therefore qualified. Indigenous, yeah. You're just like, how good is his hand with moving a scalpel and not moving it more than it should move to avoid permanent damage to my brain? They just start naming off uh, government rewards that he got. Well, he received this the award. Pell, the Pell Bell Grant. Yeah. He also received the, the indigenous, yeah. indigenous <laughs> privileged, uh, you know, whatever. Anheuser-Smith Award. Yeah. The George Soros DA Probation Fund. Right. You're just like, okay, uh, so I'm going <laughs> to die? Still, I need to know what's the merits. Yeah. How good is he at the thing? Right. Right. That's anyway. what's happening. Yeah, that's what's happening a lot here. You know what it is too, and it's 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 started at the bottom level, really, for all these young people in these uh, poverty-stricken areas, whatever you want to call it, with these bad schools and stuff like that. The whole "No Child Left Behind" program said that you can't hold them back. You have to basically graduate them to the next level or grade or whatever. Yeah. And now they're they're not ready. 
And then you just it's just failing upwards. And then they get a high school diploma. And a lot of these people can't read. These kids can't read. Right. So the no child left behind thing is basically saying. Like, we're going to pass you anyway. Yes. That's kind of how it's practically worked out. Yeah, that sucks. I was hoping it was going to be teachers bending down to help people. That sounds so good. But everything they make sounds good. You know, and then it turns out underneath the hood, you're like, oh, this guts all of the funding for defense mechanisms, you know, like or something like right, right. this is the puppy. This is no more, no more torturing puppies bill. You're like, oh, that's pretty reasonable. Why is all my money going to the Ukraine from this bill? You know, like, well, what we the, had 500 other items besides the puppies. That's why. Right. <laughs> oh, OK. Gotcha. So not quite the relief package I were thinking. Well, and you know what I found out, too? This was interesting. What did you find out? About. Funding for public schools, it, like kind of like you said, it's under this blanket. So the public school funding also includes uh, drivers, bus drivers, and like sanitation workers and things like that. They're the ones that have the unions, the strong unions. And what they're finding is that that's where a lot of the money goes when we're like, we're giving more, we're giving, you know, an extra 5 million to uh, whatever uh, uh, Cal- this county in California public schools. Yay, more teachers are going to get a raise and stuff like that. And apparently that's not what's really happening. It's that the other unions, because they're so strong, those workers are getting what they want mm. above good teachers and and things like that, good educators and more stuff for students. Students are last on the list when it comes to getting that funding. Yeah, because I think I've seen that chart where it's like amount spent per child in the system Mm. or whatever. And it's talking about of taxes. And it's like some, you know, like in some cases, like for the school year, right? Like each child will get $3,000 of tax money. Mm -hmm. Like that's how much money went into preparing the school and the teachers and the curriculum and the sports and everything else to help that child. Like, and then when some places in the country, Democrat run cities, I was, that's what I was looking at Republican versus Democrat and how much, like you would think if I gave the kids in, uh, like if I gave the kids in Baltimore, Okay. $10,000 extra per kid. Per kid. You okay. know, they would have a higher chance of succeeding. And get right? better books, better, get better yeah, yeah. everything, right? Well, so they have this chart already and it almost doesn't matter at all. Like a kid could be getting 10 times what another kid is, but it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if certain criteria is not in play as far as actually co- like the, the appropriate structure to help the kid learn is more important than the revenue that they're getting for the kid, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it basically just shows that in some places in Democrat cities, it's double the amount of money that's going per child and they're worse educationally. Yes. So it's almost like you said. It's mm-hmm. the money's getting held up somewhere. I didn't even think of that, like bus drivers and sanitation workers. Oh, cafeteria workers. That was another. I was like, oh, I'm missing one. Uh, big unions. And they get, you're right, they, that's the first stops for the money. Oh, and administration, administration, blah, blah, blah. There's apparently a um, school administrator or a superintendent, excuse me, just came from Miami and he went to some, he was fired uh, from Miami. Let me put it that way. Went to a county in California. I want you to take a guess what his salary is. He was a teacher? No, he's a superintendent. He's a superintendent. So we don't really know what that does, but yeah. I don't know. If it's in California. 400000 Over 400000 I believe it was like 423000 something like that. A I year. I need to be a superintendent, I guess. A, a year for a superintendent? What is going on here? But that's that was that big... Uh, 
in California. Yeah, all and then this you money. and then you go dig and you're like, was that was that school super successful or something? And they're like, no, no. You're like, oh, oh. No. He was oh fired. so what was that for? I don't know. It's just a big racket. Yeah, it is. I think it was uh, embezzlement charges and things like that. Like, why aren't these people barred from government positions when you're? Yeah, I, I don't understand. It's, it's, yeah, the system is so big and corrupt at this point that I just. It doesn't make sense to anything. Whenever I shrink it down to my analogy to a hundred people in a village, and that's what we're talking about. As soon as one person in that village was in charge of anything, and then we found out they were misusing the money, we'd be like, oh, uh, okay, well, your new job is cleaning the stalls only, mm -hmm. and you're going to receive a very consistent income for that when we tell you, and you're not allowed to apply for any kind of positions that have to do with the revenue of the taxpayers. Is that fair? You know, because that's the way it would work. They just move them around. That's what they do. They just move them around the country. Right. Uh, Remember the, Loudoun County when they moved the kid that raped the girl? Yes. The boy? They just moved him to a different school. Yeah. And then he raped somebody there or, yeah. he, or he molested he, somebody yeah, there he molested or harassed or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, you people are sick, man. And I don't understand. Like, I think that men just need to get off the couch and just go solve some problems. I do soon. see that. The, yeah. We don't see many men at school board meetings or getting involved or anything like that. Well, I, I mean, what, what are they going to do at a school board meeting? It's not like, it's you not know, if, little, if you think of the little house on the prairie, a presence, a presence there. I get says that. A lot. I get it. I get, but no, it doesn't though. The reason it doesn't matter is because those, you remember those school board meetings. I, when I went to them, they, they didn't give a shit. No, they didn't they give don't. a shit. They're like, okay, how like long do I have to let this person people. talk for? Oh, three minutes. Yeah, no, if 500 people showed up, they'd be like, well, maybe That's we should be a little bit whatever. Well, to get 500 people to show up, it's really, 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 exactly. really, really difficult, if not impossible. It is. It needs to be like some kind of movement that that makes it happen. And look, if they didn't do it during COVID, they aren't going to do it anytime soon. No, but, no. But maybe they're getting closer now to when the men will actually get up. But I just think that yeah. I just like, if you imagine, use my small system again, a hundred people in a village, I think a little house on the prairie, right? They had one school, they had one church or whatever. But like, if a person came into that little school and did something wrong, dude, they would have hung the guy, you know, like they would have been like, how dare you do this? But because there's no freaking justice in this country and you're not allowed to do any justice on your own. And nobody's demanding it either. Nobody's demanding it like they should. Like there's like should. there's like two things that I see where I'm I'm getting frustrated that the justice system isn't taking care of itself. One is the subways in New York City, obviously, oh type gosh. of thing where you're watching people Did innocent you see the people. New one? Stand, yeah, the black kid. Oh my god. Yeah, where where a black kid was beat up or accidentally killed a, a homeless dude who was like bugging people or whatever, and now he's going to jail. The, the, he hit this the guy's girlfriend. The 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 homeless person was like hitting his girlfriend. Pull this up, Jeff. I mean, what was he supposed to do? What they're arguing, I did hear something, a lawyer talking about this. What they're arguing that's different about this case is that while Penny was trying to restrain, the other one got out a weapon and proceeded to use that weapon. That they're saying that this is more like, oh, like you meant to do harm. But again, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, no, these people are crazy and you're not putting them in asylums or in the jail. Right. You're not enacting justice on them. I look at that. I look yeah. at the New York subways and then I look at the freaking um, the Bidens, obviously, but that's not what I was talking about. There was one other thing I saw recently. What was it? I don't remember. Injustice for um, regular stuff. Well, just like the, these people that are like the, the parents are being called a violent terrorist and extremist and FBI stuff like that. They're on FBI watch list. Yeah, they're on FBI watch list and it's the parents We're going that to are school like, board meeting. Right. Like <laughs> the, most American, the most American thing you could do, be involved in your children's education and you're perceived as evil, you know? 
and it's just bullshit, you know, it's, um, but anyway, I see that I see, I see the cops not doing it. The DA is not doing anything to all these freaking criminals, you know, you know, you might have a little bit of hope left in the justice system. Did you hear about the Starbucks, um, uh, lady that won her, her case 25 million to be exact. Tell me about this. Okay. So the, there was this what you know how managers it's in tears like this manager is yeah over the people in the store but then there's a manager over those stores in this district and then there's a manager over a bigger it's kind of like that this white lady was um over the managers of this district the one in Philadelphia where the, the that whole started the whole like Starbucks public bathroom thing with the two black guys that were there for the meeting mm. you remember that and they didn't buy anything so they said you can't use the bathroom and it started this hullabaloo and then the 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 black manager of that place called the police i should just put that out there well they Called the police and then basically everybody got mad at them for racially profiling and acting like they're not allowed to be in the bathroom. Everybody's worth dignity and should be able to use your bathroom. So Starbucks opened their bathroom to everybody. And And now it's like people are shooting it up in there. And then it failed drastically and they were like, oh shit. And then so they walked that back. But they needed to have, I guess, like a sacrificial lamb for that. There was a lady who uh, was above that. She, She was part of the managers of certain stores. She was above there. It's not like she was in that particular store. They fired her for not disciplining uh, someone because she said they didn't do anything wrong in, uh, in relation to that situation. So they fired her. And she argued that they fired me for being white, especially in backlash to this situation to show that, hey, we fired this this evil white racist here, which she wasn't even there. She wasn't even there. And um, she won $25 million. So that was the whole story is that they said they fired her for X reasons and she was able to prove that they fired me because I was white. Basically, they said yeah. they they tried to say it was because of her performance. She worked there for 13 years. You don't you don't you fire so, somebody after two if they're that bad, you know, right, <laughs> yeah. really even a year. But uh, yeah, she worked there for a long time. So it was it was ridiculous. And they were trying to say, oh, because her performance wasn't good. Uh-uh, paperwork. So they're saying the paperwork just didn't show it. It showed she was actually a good employee. So she won $25 million. So that gives me a little bit of hope. That was a jury trial, obviously. But that gives a little bit of hope in, in this dark, tumultuous time that, hey, like, like we were talking about earlier, that there is racism happening the opposite way now. And people are, are accepting that as OK. And right. it's not, especially according to American laws. This is in India where they have a caste system. American right. laws. No. And and she won the, the jury. Well, see, I think they know this and they know it's not going to last. Mm-hmm. I've heard this said by lots of people now, and I kind of am st- starting to think it. What's that? Um, and I've kind of thought it myself, but it seems like the system that they wanted to take 20 years to implement where the global order takes control of America and stuff like that. And, you know, we lose all of our personal rights and freedoms and everything. That whole thing pre-Trump was supposed to take like 20 years to slowly transition us into it. Okay. And then I think Trump ruined it by coming in and like just Cha- like basically putting he America wasn't supposed to win. like basically there's like a hierarchy of nations and the, in the world economic forum says y'all need to be like this. And mm-hmm. America was always just trudging ahead so easily that it's like, no, 
and we don't have to listen to you. And so the goal was to get that one in line. So it went to the back of the line. Mm-hmm. And then when Trump became president, it was like he, the, Amer- the United States is not lining up to our thing that we pre that we discussed before all this. Mm-hmm. And so the U S started surging again and they were like, crap. And he also blew the whistle on the media being liars. And then everybody started looking at all the corruption and he messed up their ability to go so slow. So now in order to keep pace with what they're attempting to do, which from what I hear from everybody, Project Looking Glass is this futuristic component of uh, it's this big conspiracy theory that the powers that be have an apparatus of sorts that is like a big computer that can predict the future to some degree. Okay, like Minority Report. I don't know about that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it right now. So let me just explain it the best I can because okay. I, I don't know what it's basically closest to. It's almost like a machine that can calculate with very specific prediction capability about the future, and they're able to look into the future to some degree. Okay, so that's what the Project hmm. Looking Glass. If you look it up, that's what you, that's that what you're learning up, yeah. about. Okay, so apparently, every time they look at this thing, they put different variables into it. Like, what if we wiped out all the food? What if we wiped out all of this? Because there's a point in the future that leads to civilization as a whole being able to communicate to each other and being like, hey, there needs to be a great awakening, everybody. Our captors Mm -hmm. are smaller than us. And they've been abusing us like the grasshoppers to the ants in a bug's life, right. you know, like, and so like, that is the thing that they're seeing is inevitable. And so when they throw these different variables, the, the still at the same time, this predict, this computer prediction program is still saying it doesn't matter what you do. There's going to be a great awakening and you're not going to be keep, able to keep the shackles on the slaves essentially. So they've tried to change the variable. What if we did this? What if we called earthquakes? What if we call starvations? What if we caused this? And like, they're doing what whatever they can to hurry up the process of what they're trying to do to enclose everybody and and clasp the gate shut so that the population is small enough to control before they wake up. They don't lose control of everybody and that they're able to basically be the overlords from here on out. So I think what happened is Trump jacked up their plan Mm -hmm. and now they're having to do everything at breakneck speed, which is why it seems so sloppy. That's why a lot of these and it's waking up a lot of the people that are actually in the middle because they're like, this was not a slow, steady grade within six years. We went from boys have a penis and girls have a vagina to we don't don't know. know. We don't know, you know, and every parent who's just normal is starting to be like, what? What? And if they're not afraid of being rejected from their jobs, they're starting to speak up, you know? And so anyway, there is this, uh, what I'm getting to the point is here is that there is this futuristic component that seems to be where everybody's able to communicate free. Like like right now, if me and you Mm -hmm. sat down with anybody in the world for four days and they just had to live with me, you and them for four days, by the end of four days, they would be like, I actually, and we, you weren't allowed to leave the room. They would agree with almost everything that we say about what's happening in the world because there would be enough time to figure out what the truth is, to get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. Where do your ideas lead? Is that true? Where do my ideas lead? Is that true? You know, what happened with the election? Show me everything that you think and why you think it. I'm going to show you everything that I think and why I think it. And one of us is going to come out on top. We're going to become awakened because two people sharpening each other, you get a sharp point. You know, you learn something when you're allowed to have those kind of interchanges. And I think the world is going to do that. 
I think the world is slowly waking up and they're going to go, hey, let me compare my information with your information. They said they couldn't control the weather, but yet China can make it rain anywhere they want. So obviously they're controlling the weather. What else are they doing? So there's this mass awakening that they're attempting to to circumvent or prevent from occurring. Yeah, makes sense. Which is why you always hear that number, 500 million in perpetual harmony and balance and harmony with nature or whatever. That's on the, what are the guide stones or whatever in Georgia, right? Oh, Those yeah, big yeah. stones, got- they want 500 million. And that's why all the big, big, big billionaires that control like the food and the different supplies and stuff like that, like Bill Gates and them are always talking about overpopulation. Why? Because you can't clasp the cage around 9 billion people. You have to clasp it around a number that is actually physically manageable for you to be able to control, Mm -hmm. which is 500 million. They can control 500 million. They can't control 6 billion. They can't control 8 billion. There's too many freaking people. There's too many, there's too many people and a revolt could happen from any of them if they get wise, Right. right? You need 500 million, which makes sense if you're a person who thinks that the reason for this was for a mass reduction in society size so that you can actually clasp the gate around the appropriate amount of people or something like that. I hope this all makes sense and it was a digestible way to, to hear the information. No, yeah. But like, I've never so, heard of that. So yeah, Looking essentially- back. I feel like you've mentioned it before, but I did, I've never heard it like explained or, or we didn't talk about it. Yeah, so it Project Looking Glass is basically a, a like a, a time traveling component. Hmm. Like that's where the conspiracy theory goes is they're able to time travel into the future and, and predict like the future with, with very specific, very specific and, and usually correct for years, correct Hmm. predictions. So that's why they're able to like do a lot of really, really futuristically wise things before they're ever whatever. But like the longer that I'm in the game, the longer that I'm aware of business and I'm, I'm seeing how the world's working. It just seems so stupid the way that they've set it up. And everybody, if they start looking into how the government works, they're going to come to the same conclusion. Oh, yeah. No, that was cool. I I think it's fascinating. But yeah, they ruined it. Like that series makes you like, oh, well, I guess the Lord of the Rings isn't that cool. Like, yeah, that's that series sucks. Poorly written. I couldn't even watch it past episode five. I was so bored. I'm like, this is boring. And they made all these. Uh, the, Did you the watch Hobbit, the whole season? Like, no, I didn't watch the whole season. Did anybody watch the whole season? Mike, Jeff, anybody? I listened to. Uh, Sorry, I muted you guys because we went back to the show for a second. I just wanted to know. I did watch the whole thing. Uh, Does it, it get better? Was, uh, not really. No. Uh, I, I, I forgave it. Again, here's the thing. I forgave it too much because I love the world that is, is it. Of course. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I, I love so, the world, so I never gave it a chance. I'm too busy. <laughs> I tried to, I tried to. So then I would listen to uh, 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 summaries of it on YouTube to get the rest of the story. But yeah, I heard that it didn't get any better either, Mike. And it's like women power too. Oh, like yeah. everybody's the a Hobbit, woman. The Hobbit is the powerful woman. The Hobbit girl. Whatever yeah. They call and Galadriel's the, like the head of the oh, story oh, and the black oh, chick. She's a at general. The, Oh yeah, 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 it's just like everything's like women power, like, and there's no on. really cool badass men, and no. it's like, all right, well, it's so so stupid. All and, they and, do is they take the things, the beloved corpses of the things that we once held sacred, and they stuff them with propaganda. They use them as these Frankenstein's that like politics. make kids gay or make women look whatever. Yes. It's like you can't mm-hmm. engage with this shit, dude. It's just, it's just a disgrace. But they take things you love so much just to give you the chance, like to make you. Yeah, to make you like Trojan, to Trojan horse you so that they they can change you. They did the same thing with the Flash movie. What they do with the Flash movie. They put Michael Keaton in it. Like the guy, the actor. Okay. 
I want you to keep in mind what they did to Johnny Depp on just words that Amber Heard said that were eventually proven false in court. Okay, just words. This the main actor for The Flash on camera has assaulted women. There's one uh, a video where he grabs a girl by the throat just out of nowhere. She, he's high off his ass on uh, drugs or whatever, grabs her by the throat. Um, he was uh, he was charged with child grooming and stuff like that. And like Vermont, he was grooming this 13 year old. She was a Native American girl, too. So an indigenous oh my person. God. Yes. Um has groomed a couple of kids, like a couple of parents have put restraining orders on. And this is proven stuff. And yet. But at least he's not white. Oh, he is white. Oh, but he, he identifies as non-binary. Yeah. So he's part of a protected class. Nope. They go, went ahead and still gave him the flash movie. And he's, he was grooming uh, an indigenous girl, uh, grooming another girl. He's assaulted people, women. Why did they give him the spot? Because I guess he's a protected class. I don't know. But they knew people wouldn't come and see the movie. So what they did to the millennials to to get you to come, that that little Easter egg, uh, what do they call it? Uh, like member berries. Like, look, remember him? Come come see our movie. They put Michael Keaton in it because they knew everybody were like, oh, my God, Michael Keaton in the bat suit again. He was like one of the original Batmans, I guess. Oh. Yeah. So everyone's like, oh, it's going to be amazing. So they put Michael Keaton in it. They keep doing that. They put like in um, The Mandalorian, The Mandalorian, Disney has completely ruined that. They put Lizzo, Jack Black, and uh, who's the guy that played Doc in um, uh, Back to the Future? Christopher something. That guy. That guy. Put him in an episode to get people to come. Oh, look, Jack Black and Lizzo for the Gen Zers. And yeah, look. but you've already ruined the franchise, so nobody gives a shit. Well, they were trying to get people to to watch it again. And that's what right. they're doing to us. It's just like Jeff said, like like saying, oh, look, remember this thing that you loved? Here, come watch our stuff. They're completely ruining it. Completely ruining it. Right. If, yeah, the Indiana Jones movie, too. Oh, I heard. Yeah, it's, it's some woke, strong woman BS, but they're, you know, pulling out Harrison Ford's old corpse for it, you know, to get him to <laughs> come out there. They did pull out his are yeah, I so funny? They did. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They did. And he's just like, whatever, I'll, I'll take your money. I'll make a paycheck, whatever. You know, I don't blame him for taking the work. Oh, yeah. But they ruined his character. They, well, they basically, I mean, he's only going to get paid for the initial thing. You know that, right. you know, you know, any actors today are drastically changing their contracts for how they want to be compensated for the role. Because traditionally speaking, there's ways that you can get paid up front for the job that you do. And then you get paid part two when it, when, you know, the proceeds like a, and the, you get residuals, right? Mm -hmm. You got to know that all these people that are making all these woke movie are like, I'm not going to be able to depend on my residuals the way that all the other actors and actresses were. Cause those movies were actually good. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like, yeah, you guys are essentially Hollywood propaganda machines for like the government and the, the whoever's controlling the social order, you losers. Yeah. There's not even cool movies coming out of y'all anymore. No, no, there's not. I think the, the super Mario one did really well. It's the only kids movie that's done like really well this year because they just made a cute, good movie and they made princess peach in it, like a strong character, like, Oh, you know, strong. And she can ride her little carts and everything like that. Like, right, but they but, didn't overdo it. So right, you weren't mad. Super Mario was still the hero. He was still the hero. And, they, it beat out like all these other Disney movies. Apparently, um, Elemental is a new Disney movie that's a terrible. Uh, they have a non-binary character in it. There was another one called Strange World. Uh, the character, the main character is a 16-year-old gay kid. 
Like, why are we talking Dude, about- Dude, that was a- the same thing with that. What was that one on HBO that I was watching? The, I don't know. The Last of Us? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. The same actor who plays the Mandalorian is in it. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like that guy. But, yeah. like, they could not be shoving the fact that this little girl is gay down your throat yeah. any harder than they yep. are right now. They it is so the ridiculous. Game. They did it in the game. The second game, not the first game. The of course second not. Game. The, of course not the first game. Of course not the first game. Because they have to get you interested because they know they're going to piss you off later. That's the thing about all these freaking people, man. Mm-hmm. Like, they're... God, it is like they've they've all they've bought the corpses of all of the things that we held dear and then they animate them with their with their bullshit. You know, like and the thing is it's is a matter that of people time. People have bro. to be strong enough. I said this when we were talking about the target boycott or whatever. People have to be strong enough to say, I don't care how much I like that before. They ruined it. So no, I'm not going to consume it, buy it, whatever you want to say. We need to be like Hey, I'm not going to. The problem is, is that we're so weak in our convictions as Americans that, oh, no, I just want to consume my product. I don't want to be inconvenienced in any way. Like, don't worry. People are going to keep going back to Target. Don't, all those conservative women who made a big fuss about it. They're gonna, Let's do a Target run. You know, they're, they're going to go right back to it. And same thing, like with these things. Oh, but I have to play this game or I have to watch this movie. I just have to. You know, it's just. Right. It's dead to me. It's dead to me. It has you, to it, be. It, according, you know, the old phrase, uh, you have to kill what you love to not see it suffer. Mm, yeah. It's yeah, kinda, that's a good point. That's a good way of putting it. Well, I'm very wise. <laughs> you know? Well, no, it's true. I'm just kidding. Sometimes Jeff will type something on here and then I'll just read it word for word. And then you're always like, wow, that's a really good point. It's, and I'm like, yeah. yeah, it's because I'm really wise. <laughs> Um, yeah, I see it right there. But no, but it is like that. You because uh, you have to detach from it because if you watch the thing that you actually love, just turn into this swirly of worthlessness. Like I like I, like I would feel if I was watching Lord of the Rings. Like no, I'd rather I'd rather pretend that they didn't make this. Right. Because Go maybe in ten again. years, yeah, or something. Because even even the thing about it is even J.R. Tolkien was saying this this book exclusively contains the Christian religion. That's in the beginning of all the mm-hmm. books. So it's like, don't even play games with me, bro. Don't play games and act like it's just all good, all good. No, all this. So let's talk about this RFK for everybody that doesn't know what's going on. So Joe Joe Rogan had RFK Jr. on his podcast. Right. Which was pretty crazy because he laid out how he knows that the CIA killed his father and his uncle and all that other stuff. And then he also started talking about the obvious damage that came from, you know, Jabs, pokes. What he says in that interview is really helpful. There's a well, lot of it. He gives lots of facts. Very specific information yes. about how they're doing whatever. They removed it. YouTube. Like, oh, the YouTube took it down now? Took it down. Mm. Yeah. Smart. Um, smart of them to uh, not allow course. for information like that to go out because people cause might hear it and have to think about it and then figure out what they think. That wouldn't be good. So who's this guy, Peter Hotez, exactly? So Peter Hotez is a, you could say corporate shill, but I don't know that he's a corporate shill. I think he's yeah. just like a yes man who's a science who I think uh, he's been on the Joe Rogan podcast once or twice. I think once. To previously debate vaccine stuff, but didn't have much depth in his explanations the first time I watched his interview with Joe Rogan. And so um, Peter Hotez essentially says uh, this, uh, Spotify has stopped even sort of trying to stem Joe Rogan's vaccine misinformation. It's really true, just awful. And for all the online attacks I'm receiving after this absurd podcast, 
it's clear many actually believe it, you know, da, 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 whatever. Joe Rogan says, okay, Peter, if you claim what RFK Jr. is saying is misinformation, I'm offering you a hundred grand to the charity of your choice. If you'll, if you're willing to debate him on my show, on my show with no time limit. Uh, RFK says, that's great. Let's have, let's have a nice debate. And then, and then, uh, Peter says, Joe, you have my cell, my email. I'm always willing to speak with you. And then Joe says, this is a non-answer. I challenged you publicly because you publicly quote tweeted and agreed with the dog shit vice article. If you're really serious about what you stand for, you now have a massive opportunity for a debate that will reach the largest audience a discussion like this has ever had. If you think someone else is better qualified, suggest that person. Okay. Yeah, so he's so, like, hang come, on a sec. if you're so sure of yourself, why not? Right. That one, oh, I think I know what that one says before. Uh, Peter Hotez makes a big deal like, oh, you you spend $50 million just to go hunting with your buddies and blah, blah. Like, basically, it's not enough money. Right. So then apparently Tim Poole and other people have been coming in and said, I'll put 100000 Andrew Tate put in 500000 Apparently, the pot is up to like $2 million. Right. And he still hasn't. He's he's deflecting. But yeah, uh, what's the next one here? Uh, okay, I'm happy to come on and have a meaningful discussion. I respect you and your show, and I don't want an adversarial relationship. I think we can make some progress. To those misunderstanding what he's saying, he's not agreeing to debate RFK Jr. He's just offering to come on my show by himself. Peter Hotez should have kept Joe Rogan's name out his fucking mouth. Because now Joe Rogan is putting him on the spot and he can't wiggle But look, out. he's Peter Hotez said, I'm quite, this is a tweet from him a while ago. Go back to that one, Jeff. I'm quite concerned about the Elon Tucker link, them fo then fold in Joe Rogan and RFK Jr. And it becomes a pretty formidable coalition of neo-fascist learning. Okay. In some ways, way darker or perhaps more dangerous than Trump, in my opinion. <laughs> Awful. I just hope team Biden is preparing. Okay, okay, and then Joe Rogan says, uh, are you sure I'm not a part of the coalition with neo-fascist leanings? Seems like that's what you really think or where you're or what you're projecting to the masses. Again, I'm going to ask you very clearly, are you willing to debate RFK Jr. on my podcast? So he talk one about breath, a call out. And not just that, in one breath, he says, I, I don't want any problems with you, Joe, but then calls him essentially a neo-fascist. Right. <laughs> I don't know what the what dates is, were. He's of those one of those passive-aggressive people. Well, he's a weak man. Can't I remember when that. he was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and Joe Rogan was like, "Tell me about your vitamins that you take." And he was like, "I, I don't take any vitamins." He's like, <laughs> "Yeah." But you're a health person, and you don't even take care of your own body. You should stop eating so many McDonald's hamburgers. Oh yeah, he talks and, and about he was like, his... "Well, I, I am. I am working on my diet a little bit." And he's just like, "No, you're not." <laughs> like, no, how not. are we supposed to he, Joe Rogan does make a good point How look at our health officials like all these people that are the top health people in states and federally and everything and they look like hammered dog shit yeah. they look as unhealthy as a person could ever look if look at the minister of uh, uh, we'll have to look up the minister of health uh, whatever they call him in Canada same thing yep yeah, it's almost everywhere that it seems like there's just this joke. Like, who's let's see what we can get these dumb people? Yeah, let's like see, let's, let's see, see, let's see what they'll just agree with. You know, like oh, oh seven jabs. Oh, we hired this homeless guy to run like the most successful business in the world. Let's see how it goes, everybody. Yeah, they're like watching the train wreck, and they're like, <laughs> like man, these people believe anything. This is so bad. And <laughs> oh, they're good giving for it us. to their kids. Oof. Yeah, that was easy. Seriously. Um, second story, Hunter Biden 
Let's see it. Okay, ready, set. Yeah, on this five-year-long investigation now coming to a head, we've learned from new court filings um, at the U.S. District Court here in Wilmington, Delaware, that Hunter Biden has agreed to plead guilty to multiple criminal charges. I'm going to walk you through this. One of these charges involves, these are two counts of failing to file tax returns in a timely fashion. Those are misdemeanors. He's also going to plead guilty to a charge of a firearm offense. This is the possession of a firearm while you are addicted to a controlled substance. Now, the firearm offense is going to be diverted. And what that means is that if he meets certain conditions, that charge will go away. This will be over a set period of time. Uh, otherwise, it's the tax misdemeanor charges uh, that he has been charged with. Now, this is a plea deal that he has reached with the U.S. Attorney's Office here. That U.S. Attorney, David Weiss, was a Trump appointee and someone that Joe Biden, the president, did not replace. And one of the reasons why he didn't replace him was because of this investigation. They wanted to avoid any appearance of political interference. I know we involved in Trump. Uh, I, just, I don't know. I'm just saying that. What do you mean to avoid the appearance of like being corrupt, bro? I have seen the pictures of this dude filling out a committing a felony on a firearm form. Number one, right? I've seen him walking around naked with a whore while holding a firearm and having cocaine in the same room. I've seen videos of this dude naked smoking crack. I've seen him on U.S. tax dollar. Yes, yes, yes. So like using Air Force Two and Trump is getting just raked over the coals for something everybody else did that wasn't even president, meaning Hillary Clinton uh, having she took the China from the White House. She took took the the China China from the White House. I didn't know that. Did you know that Bill Clinton lost the nuclear codes? That's pretty funny. It's scary, but exactly. But like you're saying, all these presidents have done these horrendous things or or people involved in our federal government and they are doing this to Trump over a few pieces of paper that you knew he had. Apparently only like a hundred pages are like what they wanted out of all those boxes that they took pictures of. It's only like a hundred pages. What's the name of that guy that's Indian looking, but he's running for Republican office. Oh my gosh. Um, I've been watching his interviews. They're Vikram. Uh, I know his name would be Vikram. (laughs) His no, name would be I know who you're talking about. I just can't remember. Ramaswamy? Ramaswamy. Vivek? Vivek, excuse me. Ramaswamy. Yeah. Vivek Ramaswamy? Yeah, Ramaswamy. Something something. Well, like you're not going to get elected president with that name, my guy. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you, man. I can't even pronounce that shit. Come on. Can we get some clarity on the name here? Could you just say V.R? VR? I VR. love VR, bro. Oh, yeah. That is a good nickname. VR? Well, what, what about him? Look, we call RFK, RFK. That's true. BVR, bro. Not that confusing shit. Yeah, you're right. No offense. I'm not mad at you. I just don't speak that language and most people here don't. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Okay, I'm trying to help you learn, bro. So what about him? Oh, I just, I've liked what he's been saying. He yeah. won't, he won't throw Trump under the bus for this stuff at all. He's like, look, this is obviously jacked. You know what I mean? Like this whole thing. I don't, I don't believe this indictment for one second. It doesn't even include all of the relevant. Counts. Yeah, it doesn't even include the relevant uh, reasons that what he was doing weren't illegal. So it didn't even mention the fact that presidential, the presidential powers thing or whatever, where you're allowed to say as a president what is and is not classified. Right. They were like, we're not. The fact that the indictment doesn't even mention those and say he was acting outside the scope of those means that this is going to get thrown out immediately. But they're just trying to demonize him. No, you're right. And you're making a good point. Presidential's Record Act. You're making a good point. He was the one that was actually president. With those papers, which makes a big difference because 
vice presidents don't have, have that authority at all. Exactly. And state senators or, or senators should never Definitely. have had it. She had her own servers. Right. <gasps> oh, my God. And smashed blackberries and everything. That's like the FBI director literally said that. Yeah, she did. She's yeah, she definitely did it and definitely illegal, but we're not charging them with anything. Right. Yeah, oh my gosh. This is a joke, dude. Uh, Jeff play the, play the uh, video. Now the mornings with Maria one. New emails from Hunter Biden's laptop show that he coordinated with Burisma executives to set up a bank account with a foreign bank. Hunter passed along his passport information, his income statements, utility bills. This is all back in 2016 to open an account with Malta-based Sata Bank. It was later shut down after an investigation into money laundering the bank. Well, the House Oversight Committee reviewed an unclassified FBI document which alleges a $10 million bribery scheme involving then-Vice President Joe Biden and Hunter in exchange for policy decisions. So, Doug, there's obviously a lot of questions about these LLCs, that's why James Comer is, is subpoenaing for bank records and getting a hold of them, which his critics had said he wouldn't be able to do. Right. I mean, he's really gotten a lot further in this investigation than his critics suggested, including the, the media. Some but of it's it. James Comer. So the interesting thing here for me is it's not just that yeah. he got the information. The information that has come out, but is it goes back to the investigations that were been opened here. And I think it goes back to the Durham report, This, which is was a in my opinion, fell way short of the mark of what it was looking at. But when you look at the, the Hunter Biden investigation, which is drug on for five years now, even liberals I, I've, I've seen are saying, look, this should have never drug on for five years. Why, why or why not did the FBI investigate this or not investigate these issues that Comer is now bringing up? It, it is, I mean, there's been less investigation, less information and more investigation started. This seems to be out there. You can put it to bed pretty easily. Either they did it or they did not do it. You can find this. Why, the, why has there not been any push on it? Yeah, and again, going back to the LL LLCs, Rebecca, that's, that's I think, from, from a business it, perspective, so. that's all. Yeah, just that that beginning part and everything. So they're finding that another thing, too, what he mentioned was very important to how long it's taken to even get to this point. Right. When all the we have all the information yes. for years now and it's unclassed. Why can't we see those unclassified documents? They right. should be easy. They won't let the public see it. Why? Like he says, why? I like the way right. that guy said, why, why, yeah. where, when, and with whom? I yeah. mean, it's ridiculous. That Georgia draw. Yeah. yeah. Louisiana. Something. I don't know. Why? Uh, Jeff, bring up the uh, LA Times article. This is a leftist publication, and I purposely picked this uh, just because I love how they're making it like a problem. So Los Angeles Times, not everything is bigger in Texas. Rangers are lone MLB team without a pride night. So there's 29 MLB teams and are, who are celebrating pride out of 30. Texas is the only holdout. The Angels had their pride night last week. The Dodgers are holding theirs Friday night. Every Major League Baseball team dedicates a game to celebrating the LGBTQ plus community, mostly during pride night in June, except for one, the Texas Rangers. They've never had a pride night or a similar event tied to one of their home games. Look at these losers trying to write this article. Keep going. When asked why not by the Times, a team representative responded with a statement via email. Our commitment is to make everyone feel welcome and included in 
Rangers baseball. That means in our ballpark, at every game, and in all we do for both our fans and our employees. We deliver on that promise across our many programs to have a positive impact across our entire community. The Rangers gave the same statement to the Dallas Morning News in 2021 for its story on the same topic. So this was apparently an issue last year. They just said MLB did not respond to questions from the Times about the Rangers' lack of Pride Night or something similar. In their email to the Times, the Rangers included a list that highlights efforts by the organization to support LGBTQ+. Those include sponsorships of the NAGAAA Gay Softball World Series in 2022, the development of an Inclusion and Community Impact Council, and working with such groups as Resource Center in Dallas and the Pegasus Slow Pitch Softball Association. Okay, so they... Done stuff for the LGBTQ. What do they want? There's already so much word salad in this that I want to go hide in a cave. The fact that there's even like a a gay league or whatever that was. Well, it looks like the Texas Rangers have done stuff. So what else do they want? Where's our, you know what? Where's our straight pride night? Where's that? I think we're about to start one. Yo, shout out Patriot Barbie for the merch. She's got a straight pride hat right now. And it's pretty funny. Oh, really? I'll have to check it out. But I mean, why this big deal? Apparently, there's also uh, unnamed Rangers employees that are coming out and saying that they feel very slighted and don't feel included and blah, blah, blah. And they're upset about this Pride Night neglection or whatever, neglecting. What? You don't see straight people going out there. You know, Cubans love baseball. When do we get a Cuban right. night or a, a month? We love baseball. Like that's like the Look, biggest MLB hope. just quietly removed their LGBTQ yes. plus pride logo, I guess. Yes. Uh, that June second. Yep. One day that. after the first one. Yep. I put that in the discord on, for, on purpose because you're sitting here coming after the Texas Rangers. Look what MLB did the second day in their, in their pride month. The second day went, went back to normal. Because they, I think the Major League Baseball is seeing that people don't want this. They're not going to come. to It's a family event. Right. And you have you have stripping uh, 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 gay people dressed as nuns doing stripper dances on crosses as your community heroes. But you want MLB, Major League Baseball, to be a family event? Yeah. You're going to lose money. Where are all the gay people that are coming out in droves going to the baseball games? But they don't care that they lose money because all of our tax dollars go to these weird things that end up that subsidize their their actions in these categories. You're right. So annoying for the customers not to have teeth. Think about the last five years. There has been a massive transformation in customer service oriented businesses in the last five years. Because of government subsidies or whatever, or because of whatever. It's like, you don't have to, like the rule in America 10 years ago, five years ago was the customer's always right. I'm not saying that's always good. As a person that sells stuff, I think the customer sometimes can be freaking wrong. Absolutely. But I tell you one thing, it's way better that way than the way it is now, where you have to be complying with the government in these different ways in order for you to even be considered somebody that we would let shop here. You know, right. Every time I buy something from a woke corporation, I feel like it's not a right for me to be able to buy it. I feel like it's like I'm I they could tell me I'm not allowed to drink their coffee tomorrow. You know, I don't go to Starbucks or anything, but if I did, that's what I'd be thinking. I'm waiting for the day where Target like makes you scan your forehead before you're allowed to go into that store. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for this stuff because I'm like 
none of these people care about us at all. You know, like they're, and they're they don't just, have to, and they don't have to, right? Because whether it's just going to give them our money anyway, look at all the movies that they're making. None of them are actually enjoyable, yep. but somehow they're still doing them. Somehow they're still making money. They got bailed, bailed out. Yeah. You're right. So it's You're like, right. I don't know how to, I don't know what to do, but they took our money and gave it to them. You know, it's taxation without representation is really what it is. 100%. I think it's crazy that tax dollars are used to make stadiums. Yeah. With all the money that the NFL, MLB, whatever, NHL, whatever all the other leagues are called. And tax money is used to build stadiums for these sports. Why? Are they, why? Right. They make plenty of money. Right. But our tax money is given. So you're absolutely right. Yeah. They'll just get bailed out by the government. They'll just get bailed out. That won't matter. How's your airline doing? Well, compared to the other ones, not that good. Okay. What's all right. Here's $18 billion for the year. You're right. Taxpayers. Oh, you can't fly unless you, unless you cover your face. So I'm going to boycott you. You can boycott all you want. You already paid us for 18 flights based on your taxes. The government paid us for you. That's a good point. She's like, who cares? You can be shitty. You can demand that everybody wear a mask or that you can't get on the plane because you already got paid as if they did get on the plane from the government. And who's the government? Me. You got paid for me, for my money yep. to hurt me in the future. So that's why I just like, I want the government out of everything, man. I'm sick of this. No, I agree. We literally went to war a couple times over this stuff. The bunch of people threw uh, tea into the harbor and all that. Like, it was a big deal. These are big, right. big events in our history and the American people. And But for some reason, the comfort level, like we were talking about before, the comfort level is just too... People aren't ready to be uncomfortable yet. They don't mind like, oh, go ahead and steal from me as long as I, you know, have my screen and my YouTube and my whatever, my Target runs and Starbucks coffee. I'll be fine. Right. You know? Yeah. They are not mad enough yet. They're not mad enough yet, but they'll get there. Yeah. They'll get there when bread's $6, $8, $9. They'll be like, all right. Oh, yeah. What's people, going on here? How'd this occur? Did we really pick? Go down. People are like, it'll come back around. It's like, nah, nah dude, this is going to get way worse. No. no we're, if anything, it's just going to, people think that prices are going to go back down. They're not. Even if things do get better, the, these corporations aren't going to take their prices down. No, yeah, why would like, they? Oh, we'll leave it like that. Yeah. 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 The, yeah. America sucks right now, dude. It sucks being in this country right now. Honestly, just because I know what it was like before. Compared to other countries, it's still pretty good. As far as like the amount that I'm annoyed We're getting every day. there. We're getting there. Yeah. We're, but we're but we'll see. I mean, look, how many years? It was almost like in 1950, 1960, they just quit trying to do any kind of like innovation for like cities and stuff like that. Like mm. even if you look at like the way buildings are built, they're all shitty and they're done for like the most efficient thing rather than like any trance of trace of beauty, you know, like but like in the 1950s, like our plumbing and everything is still from that like era. Yeah. When you look at New York City. Like if you, there's a crazy map where you look underneath of New York city, like the first 10 feet or this, the next 20 feet or this, like every foot underneath of, uh, underneath of New York city, like up to 400 feet down is occupied by something that was built like tunnels, uh, freaking subway stations, obviously, um, they've got pipes that do that move different types of water to different places. They've got electricity conduits. They've got all kinds of crap that is down there. They got shipwrecks from 1800s. Like, I mean, it's crazy. The, like, really? I'll have yeah, to look it's really interesting. But the whole point is, is that like the infrastructure we're having right now, like, look how long, when's the last time you saw them pull up the pipes for our water pipes and like inspect them at all? Yeah. Like, do you, do you realize how recently like something happened and they had to like, like there was a really heavy, uh, uh, chlorine taste in all the water. 
It's because they had to shock our entire pipe system because 29,000 gallons of sewage went out in Chesapeake or something. Mm. And so they had to like do anyway. The whole point of this is what I'm saying is that like none of the money that we're paying to the to go to tax dollars stuff is doing stuff that's actually beneficial for us, really. You're you know right. what I'm saying? You're right. It's just getting cheaper, shorter work, uh, faster work. Uh, so, so then it's not as good. And right. then it's going into the pocket of like that superintendent I was telling you about who makes $400,000 right. plus. Like, yeah, like nothing works the way that you think it should. Mm-mm. Our roads aren't better. Our health isn't better. Our health is worse. Isn't it crazy in some of these places that you have to get your car inspected to be allowed to drive on the roads, yet they will leave a pothole this effing big could fit a whole child right. in it. And that's, oh no, you know, if you if you mess up your car driving over that, oh, well, it's not our fault. Right. But Fix make it sure before you, you come back you on get our that, roads. that inspection every year or else. Yeah, $29. You, you bad citizen, you can't ride on the roads unless it's your car is the way it should be. But they're not obligated to keep up the roads and keep up the places they should be with our tax dollars. Right. We have to do our part, but they don't have to ever do theirs. Yep. And that's just the way it always feels. It always feels like. Yes. And nobody in charge knows how it happened either. They're like, I don't know. This is way bigger than me. I'm just here doing my job. Right. You're just like, cool. You're just a big, you're a corporation then. You're just part, you know? And like when in the course of human events that like a government stops caring about what the people that allowed them to be in power thought, it makes sense to overrule those people. And that's what I feel like is coming down the pipe if stuff doesn't start changing. And I think DJT, Donald J. Trump, is the only person that can do something about that in 2024. And then if he gets selected, I'll be shocked that it's even possible that he got elected. Right. And then I'll have I'll decide to have a little bit of hope again. And maybe I can mentally, I can be like, oh, there's a chance, you know, cool stuff happening. What I don't understand is why don't some of these woke media companies like CNN, like MSNBC, why don't you want Donald J. Trump back in? Because guess what? Their ratings were through the roof. Right. Because they would just talk crap about him all day. Now that he's not in office, their ratings stink. Right. You almost don't you want him back so y'all can make some money, too? Like. Uh, there's a good trade-off here, but it's like that that woke ideology mind virus is just stuck in everyone's head. But it's it's going to be to our detriment, like our host society. Like it's going to be to the point where good is going to be punished and evil is going to be rewarded, which is kind of how it already is panning out to be. Flecka's had a really good series forever ago called Trump's Not That Bad. I don't know if you ever watched those little clips. I've Trump heard Trump's it. not that bad though. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Trump's he's just not that bad, you yeah. know, or whatever. And then people would be like. No, he did this. And then he'd be like, but not really. And then they'd be like, all right. So he's like, see what I mean? Trump's not that bad. Right. And then they'd be like, all right, he's not that bad. You know? Right. So that's what we need right now. We need the Trump's not that bad squad back. But no, it's true. Trump, if you're listening, shut up about the vaccines, bro. They didn't work like you think they did. And every time you say it, all of us start liking you less. That's very true. So there you go. Thanks, everybody, for joining another episode of Ross the Boss Show. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. pew, pew. It was fun. (laughs) 